he forgive Bat? Fine. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerds New Bully and host Leroy, aka Thurston Howell the Fourth, with my co-host. Uh, yeah, this is Eli, aka Loaded Potato Skin. Yes, there we go. <laughs> and we're back with another episode, and we're just gonna jump into it because even though it's a slow week, we got a bunch of stuff to do. Uh, so we're gonna jump into it. Oh, happy two hundred fiftieth episode, Eli. Is it? I think so. Whoa. Unless I numbered it wrong, I can't remember. Whoa. But if I didn't number it wrong, have it to go into the episode. So yeah, we're, we're just gonna keep on trucking. At this point, we're just we're just on cruise control. You know, we're just moving. We are a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Uh that being said, uh, first type we want to start off with, and it was impromptu, but I feel like we should just start off with and go for it. So hopefully everybody that listens to this podcast or watches podcast, wherever you are at your convenience, knows who this handsome devil is, you know, Stanley Lieber, aka Stanley. So apparently Marvel has worked out a day. Now you haven't seen him like like you said, he passed in hell, 2018. A couple years ago. A yeah. while ago now, if you really yeah. think about it. Yeah. Like four years ago, shit. Yeah. Yeah, like four years ago when he passed. So, like I said, now the reason you haven't seen anything of him because Marvel actually don't own the rights to his likeness. His own company owns the rights to his likeness, and he had all this squared away even before he passed. So, and not just his likeness, but words like Excelsior, Nuff says like that. He owns the right. Well, he owned. The right to those those names so marvel can't use any of that stuff but they worked out a deal who, who we got who we got big jake big jake what we got uh let's look at eli in the house yeah oh i'm, I'm here too jake so yeah don't forget leroy <laughs> my illustrious co-host right well i feel like vanna white when you say this shit. <laughs> the, the one and only right <laughs> the lovely leroy. <laughs> what was i talking about the oh, yes, voluptuous <laughs> right <laughs> voluptuous oh, and luscious Leroy <laughs> anyway back to Stanley okay so like I said so they worked out a deal where now that they can use Stanley's likeness again what they plan on doing is use Stanley's likeness in CGI fashion that's oh, why I meant earlier by their okay, reanimating his corpse yeah so like I said uh just like Dr. Strange said in the movie killing me won't kill me <laughs> and that's the same thing they do with Stanley so I don't know how I feel about this because that's pretty much what you're doing. You're reanimating a corpse when you do stuff like this. Yeah. Um, we well, we saw it done in Into the Spider-Verse, but he had just passed and he did that before. No, that passed. was his voice. That, that was him. That was him. Yeah, yeah. He, he but, passed, but that was like he, that was his voice doing it. Yeah. Yeah. He did it, he did it before. Um, he did that, he shot that before he passed. Right. So that's why and he it came signed out off after, on it, all this yeah. stuff, and yeah. And he came out and it came out out. That's why it was like. When we get to Stanley, it actually got you know it got a little tear jerky on that moment, but um, because of what he was saying, it was and we and I think he had passed when it aired when it came out. Like so, it was like a month. It was like a month, like not a month even a after. Month. Yeah, 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 something like that. Like really, so. really fresh in our minds, and then that scene hit. Um, yeah. 
do we want a Stanley biopic? Here's the thing, Jake. You want a good comic book movie biopic, or the movie probably sucked anyway. Look up the guy that made Wonder Woman and oh, watch yeah, his biopic. Dude. That Have guy lived that? a life. I, never I haven't saw seen that. it. I haven't I've seen read it. some of the book. I never finished a book he wrote or the book mm-hmm. about him. Yeah. But yeah, that was a kinky motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he was he was a wild boy. Yeah. Now, unless Stan Lee got shit in his closet like that, then we can go there. But if not, then that's it. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what's going on right now. So re- I don't know how I feel about that. Like I said, Stanley isn't signed off on that. And the fact is, since Stanley isn't here to sign off on this stuff, when people use this likeness, they can make him do and say whatever they want him to do. Oh, COVID isn't real or all the bullshit like that. You know, <laughs> Earth is flat, you know, because he can't say that. So I don't know how I feel about that. And honestly, it, I don't think, and people could say, oh, you could talk about uh, General Tarkin, you know, when I, Grandma of Tarkin? That's the yeah. thing. Grandma of Tarkin. Okay. I think that's different because Grandma of Tarkin is a character. Yeah. So, like I said, the original actor don't own the rights to that character. So, yeah, you can do different things with the characters. Different. Stan Lee, on the hand, was a real person. So, when you have people assimilating real person, I think that's a little bit different, you know. But some people say Stan his, Lee was a character also. Was he is he gonna do his voice? Like what's up with the, are they gonna try and do his voice? Well, of course they're gonna get impersonated. They're gonna get, I don't know, Steve Martin or some shit and do it. I don't I don't know. The know? guy from Police Academy or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they'll find they'll find some find somebody that can replace him. So yeah. And so yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little weird, but but that's that's this nostalgia thing going. Everybody was like, Oh, Stanley's gonna back. How can Stanley come back? He's gone. It's funny he said flat earth. Because Neil Adams believed in the hollow earth. I don't know if you knew about that. He There's like uh, YouTube videos where he was like going on and on. And he thought the earth was expanding and that there is an, a hollow earth. Like in Godzilla versus Kong. Like some oh, shit. Like so, oh, so so he's crazy too. Okay. So, he, yeah, he, well, he does have a multiverse theory also. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anybody who's got to be still alive though. Uh... Steve Gutenberg? Come on. He got to be alive, right? Is he? I'm sure we haven't heard anything. Yeah, yeah. So let's assume. So let's assume he's alive. Mahoney and yeah, Taco Berry. Well, Bubba Smith. Ta- Taco Berry's gone. No, I think Bubba Smith's gone too. Oh, is he? Oh, damn. Yeah, well, Taco Berry's gone. What's your name? Uh, Hooks. Dirt Hooks is, gone. Hooks is gone. Yeah, because we we said we 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 shouted out her when when it happened. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, most of them. Yeah, I think yeah. Mahoney is Bobcat Goldway. He's gone. No, he's still kicking. Is he? Yeah, he he made like a movie a few years back. Yeah, somebody like, we, we need a fact checker. Oh, did he? Okay, okay. <laughs> I thought for sure he was going. <laughs> oh man! All right, so let's go to the next part. Okay, like I said, Eli, I saw a movie, did and I'm excited know? to talk about this movie. All right. Okay, so the movie I saw was Chippendale Rescue Rangers on Disney okay. Plus. <laughs> Eli, I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, if anybody had seen this movie, if you remember the Chippendales Rescue Rangers TV show or cartoon. Watch this, because I'm be honest with you. This shit was hilarious to me. It was hilarious to me. It wasn't what I expected. I just thought oh, it was gonna be some Disney Plus shit. They just throw this like that. No, yeah, some like hilarious shit in it. First off, the plot isn't what you expect. It is. They actually like break the fourth wall all through this movie. So Chip and Dale were like best friends growing up. They show them doing the show, and then they get mad because one got bigger on the show than the other one. So they fell out for like 30 years and now since everybody is rebooting everything they're like man let's let's do a reboot man let's get back together they're like like the temptations Fuck you. yeah like you're like no i'm not getting back together with you leave me alone then some shit goes down where they gotta you know actually do some real detective work and it's got like a dark plot to it like human trafficking and 
and drug <laughs> sales, stuff like that. But it does it in a comedic cartoon way, where it's like, what well, kids won't catch the shit. You know? The lighter side of the, human trafficking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got the fun joke. So I know everybody has seen this meme so far. I don't know where it came from. The Batman versus E.T. Oh, came yeah. from What's this. That yeah. Oh, is that yeah, that, that came from this. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, because Chip was at home watching because they keep remaking shit and keep remaking doing shit over again. So they're just at home watching Batman versus ET. And ET is like, ET forgives you, Batman. You know, and then he's like, this is the stupidest shit ever. Oh, uh, oh, this shit was funny as hell. This shit killed me right here. Ugly Sonic is in the movie. Oh, really? <laughs> Ugly Sonic in the movie. And the, how they put him in the movie is so ridiculous because. They had like a come because Dale, since he can't get work anywhere, he's just doing comic cons now. So he goes to a comic con, sees Ugly Sonic. He like ugly, and they call him Ugly Sonic in the movie to his face. Like Ugly Sonic, what are you doing here? They're like, man, they fired me after that internet shit. <laughs> the fans lost their shit. Now I can't get work anywhere. Now they fired had pretty Sonic. He was like, man, it, it, it was hilarious. But they even got another joke where uh they got Fast and Furious babies because they remaking it. <laughs> Uh, this was okay also the aunt man with oh, you know, I, I did see that I, that, I, that I came from this that. also that came from this also yeah where he's like well i'm my superpowers that i'm good with aunts you know <laughs> so and then at the end of the movie chip and dale get back together and actually start in a fast and furious movie that's how the movie ends <laughs> so like i said the movie the movie is hilarious like they i don't even say how it got put on disney plus it should have been like at a at least in the theaters it would have made decent amount of money you, you know. know what? I, I, you might have sold, you might have sold me on this. I might check it out. Well, okay, let let me ask you this. I want to make sure if you're the target demographic. Okay, did you see the original show, the cartoon? I've seen it. I never really watched it because I was old. I'm old, man. I was like in college when that shit. Tiny okay, so Toons, you so Power you didn't Rangers. run home. No, get off the school bus. Darkwing okay, Duck so and Scrooge McDuck and right all that shit. I was already high and. I mean, I think I seen it high on a few times, like my little <laughs> brothers were watching it, but I didn't. I, uh, I, I yeah, I, it wasn't. I, I grew up on yeah on Transformers and GI Joe and Tom and Jerry, Looney Tunes shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like I said, Jake, if you go into Open Mind, I, I thought it was a funny movie. It, it, you know what it is? It reminds me of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay, that's yeah. kind of matter of fact. Roger Rabbit is in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I saw yeah. that in the theater. I did like I, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> I'm trying to see, did I see Roger Rabbit in the theater? I can't remember if I saw it or not. I did like the movie. I love the movie. Now, like I said, it, it it puts you in the mind frame of that because the same thing, like like cartoon, has-been cartoons are getting kidnapped and they got to find it. That's why I mean like the human trafficking thing is keep coming up and stuff like that. Yeah, you know? Betty Boop was like a waitress or whatever. Yeah, some shit black. like that. She was and... still in black and white. There's no work once everything went color or some shit. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, that's why I say the thing got dark because like one of the co-stars of the Rescue Rangers from the 90s, like he's drugged out now 30 years later. He's like, man, I just need some money, man. And, you know, like, they, they put that shit in this cartoon? Like, okay. You know? <laughs> but it's in there. And that's the thing I like about it. So it kind of reminds you of a Who Framed Roger Rapper, almost like well, a Ready Player One Space yeah. Jam. Like, did he just throw everything in there? Yeah, well, that's the that's the thing about like rebooting stuff. Like, the, you know, doing it sounds like they did it right because kids these days they're watching playing Minecraft and watching anime and they don't give a fuck about Chippendale, you know? Right. They don't know who the People fuck that is. Even give a fuck about yeah. Chippendale. Yeah. So and, and that's gonna, the thing, like they're walking around like we're Chippendale. Like we don't know who you are. Yeah. It, <laughs> like if you're gonna do it, do it to the target audience, which is the motherfuckers who grew up on the shit, who are like in their 30s and 40s now. 
<laughs> right, because this shit came out 30 years ago. It just yeah. they, they were like, oh damn. Yeah. So yeah, they're gonna like the shit. You're, they're 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 gonna you know laugh at that shit and get all the jokes. Whereas a kid who's you know fucking on TikTok all day, you know who the fuck is these chipmunks right. shit? These little uh, who frame rats. who frame got the second hottest animated bunny? Uh, just rabbit wasn't a bunny, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Unless you're talking about Roger, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever flow show boat, you know. <laughs> a Bugs Bunny and drag. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. But that's that's all I gotta say. If you got time to spare, you want to watch watch Chip and the if, if nothing else, watch it so you can understand the memes that are popping up all over the place. If nothing else for that, you know. Um, I think we move on there. Okay, Eli, you're up now. I think you got this one. Uh, we're got? talking about oh, Prey. Prey. Yeah. The new Predator movie. Pray. Hold up. Dropping. I got. I, 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 I want to actually lead into this with this. Okay. okay. So previously, early in this week, we saw a Predator prequel called Prey, and I had nothing else to that. That's all I had. I, I was still working out of my head while we're doing it. Gonna, like do the I was I was going, but I didn't have the time to make it up because I was like, soon soon I was thinking of it right before we started recording. I was like, damn it, can I think some more alliteration with this? But pull out the Ice Cube song. Right. Comes the Predator. Damn it. See, that's what I should have went with. Yeah. But I'll be back. Uh yeah. Uh praise coming out. Um. And uh, it's basically taking, yeah, it's taking place like hundreds of years ago and they're fighting a a native tribe. So an alien with superior technology is going to take out natives. (laughs) Wait, what happened? I missed something. Hold on, hold on. What I mean, I'm just laughing at now that I'm thinking about it. Like an alien with oh. superior technology is coming to Earth and killing Indians. Oh, do, do you do you think do you think that's what they were? I'm pretty sure. I'm in the back of their mind, you know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey. Uh, <laughs> the predator said, "Oh, I'm out of here. Wait, uh, these white guys are coming next. <laughs> Colonize us. <laughs> Just call it colonize." <laughs> but no, it, I guess uh, yeah, it's a Native American tribe, from what I understand. Um, a, a, a warrior, a female warrior, ends up uh, doing battle with the predator. Oh, so um, it's woke. Yeah, I guess it's woke. Yes, and that's what I've. I had to. I had to like go dark on comments in the praise <laughs> on the praise section and all of all the all the comment sections and yeah because right away you know right away all woke shit blah 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 who wants to see this blah 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 blah, blah. and um oh yes i've read many we, we, we reviewed comics. them yeah, yeah we, we reviewed re- them. yeah we reviewed yeah. them on here like like um, we did a whole show just of it yeah yeah um yeah so uh and some of the best predator comics are the ones that take place in the past and you get these different um so like there's one that took place like in england it was like he was like jack the ripper and shit you know take place during the civil war take place during like feudal japan those are like the coolest predator comics you know and this seems like yeah they're taking a note from that they're setting it in pre-colonized america um and uh where he fights a native warrior chick and, now, didn't um, they hint at this i know in the comics they got got this in there but didn't they hint at this in one of the other movies yeah, or at least like Alien vs. Predator or something. Like, yeah, in Predator Two, Danny Glover, um, the the Predator throws him like an old like musket gun from like 
1600s or something. But basically establishing that the predators have been coming to Earth for hundreds of years. Um, so yeah, uh, so yeah, this this I mean, of course, in the native community, there's a a bit of an uproar over how accurate this is going to be. The depiction of the Native Americans in this, um, you know, do, do you know who's do you know who's like writing or directing or anything like that? Um, the person who the guy who did one of the Cloverfield movies is directing it. But from what I understand, they hired. Um, a, a a producer and like probably some like cultural advisor or some shit, you know, like they always do to cover their asses. So they they, they, say, they say that and they it, say yeah. that and, they say, and then they do whatever the fuck they want, anyways. You know? Right? <laughs> they just throw him like a big check and he just looks the other way. Like, yeah, um, like maybe but, you shouldn't do that. But I'm yeah. my money's over here. But the way I see it, I'm like, okay, it's a white guy making it. I'm not looking for authenticity. I'm not looking for accuracy in the native portrayal. Just give me a cool predator story because that's all I want. I just want a cool predator movie because, frankly, they've all sucked since Predator Two. That's what I think. <laughs> okay, I uh, at, at least we agree that Predator Two was awesome because I know a lot I of love people didn't Predator like that. Two. I saw, that, that is an underrated movie. It really. That's is. based on one. Speaking of the comics, that's based on uh, one of the comics. Uh, Ur- Urban Jungle, Concrete Jungle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was fucking. It was uh Schwarzenegger's brother or whatever. But then they mm-hmm. turned him into. Oh, they w- went woke in that movie. And wait, race swapped the guy and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, I love Predator too. And um, I haven't really liked any of the Predators since. And um, I just want to see a cool Predator movie. You know, um, I seen people bitching about like, oh, how the fuck is this little skinny little, you know, native girl gonna take on a Predator when? You know, it took out these muscle-bound dudes with machine guns. I was like, don't you? Re- Obviously, you don't remember that Arnold Schwarzenegger beat the Predator with bows and arrows and booby traps and right. spears that yeah, he carved the out of the bushes. Yeah, the machine gun shit didn't work. That was the yeah, whole point. he carved that shit out of the bushes, and that's how he did. You know, and out he outthought the Predator. You know, it was outthinking him, and stra- st- strategy is what <laughs> defeated. You know, the Predator. It was thinking. Not muscle bound macho men, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which was the point of the predator. Like, yeah, the, the, the these muscle bound macho dudes with big giant fucking guns couldn't take out this creature. But the right. creature, it was, it was a horror movie for most, but it was like a, a, a flipping the trope, you know, yeah. where instead of like the slasher girls, you get the slasher dudes, you know. Yeah, and um, and it took them out by hunting them by. Remaining by being a ninja, you know, by being Rambo, you know, out fought, fought him, you know, hidden, creeping in the shadows and all that shit. So, yeah, it, it, that's not believe. That's not like out of the realm of believability when you, you know, no, yeah, it, yeah. That should not happen. No, he's good where uh, he's at, wherever he's at. Yeah, well, he directed the last one, and I thought that one sucked. <laughs> right, he's and fine he, with. And he, he wrote, wrote it, it too. He wrote it. Yeah, but this. Yeah, so did Fred Decker, who like did Monster Squad and like Night of the Creeps. Yeah. I don't know, Jake. That that last one sucked. That AVP. The first yeah, one I, I was 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 doable, was watchable. I the thought those. One, yeah. I thought those sucked too, but you know, I just want. Yeah, I just. I don't know. I haven't liked any of them, and yeah, because I read the comics, I think the, my my main thing is 
I want the universe to be blown open because I've read the comics and they've expanded the world. We've seen the Predator planets, even though they went to a Predator game reserve on that one shitty movie. But it was basically a a a, 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 a knockoff of the, of the original. It's just dudes with guns running around and one chick running around in the jungle. Right. You know, it's nothing new we hadn't seen before. And and like the Predator movie with the dogs with the dreadlocks. Oh, that was stupid. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't see that either. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just want to see something cool and quit rehashing shit and don't make half the movie be a mystery about what's happening. That's my biggest pet peeve. Right. With well, Predator it was movie. cool in the first one. We didn't yeah. know what was going on. Yeah, but after that, it was no, the we first see right. Yeah, yeah. Once, once the sequel is established, we don't need to watch actors for an hour going, what's happening? Mm -hmm. What's going on? Like, we already know what's going on. The audience is there to see a movie called Predator. We want to see Predators and shit, you know? <laughs> and I, I can't stand that for like an hour. People, there's a mystery we already know the answer to. Don't waste our fucking time. Just get to the fucking predatory shit. You know, <laughs> predatory. Yeah, get get to the spine ripping shit. That's <laughs> right. You know? you know, so yeah. In the end, I just want to see a cool predator flick. Hoping I'm not, you know, I'm not looking for native accuracy because I know I'm not going to get it. So I already, ch I you know, just don't make it stupid. Don't make natives idiots. That's all I. Have. <laughs> Mm, here's yeah. what I say, Eli. Here's what I say: <laughs> save your anger for when the movie comes out. Then yeah. unload on this shit. Then let everybody know. Oh, this movie fucking suck. Here's why it suck. I'm gonna give you a whole. I'm gonna give you the whole show, Eli. Just, just, just <laughs> let loose. Just go off on this shit. Yeah, um, but yeah. I, like I said, I'm. I just want to see a cool movie. Um, I'm suspending my belief until, you know, like I said, when it comes until out. Until they confirm yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until yeah, don't 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 pull a Suicide Squad. You right. know, I, that was just a joke. I was just joking about Slipknot <laughs> and Suicide Squad. You didn't have to prove I, me I, right. I saw it, I saw it coming a mile away, and then that's <laughs> so, the bad part about it that I saw it coming a mile away. So I was like, I. When, when the first thing they did, he punched somebody, a woman at that. Oh, well, he got to die. They they want you to root for him to die. Oh yeah, that's how the movie. You should have seen all these like native news websites. There's a there's a Native American in a comic book movie now. Oh, it's like big news. <laughs> <laughs> it's straight then, to oh yeah yeah it is coming to hulu i forgot yeah 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 jake you're right yeah it is coming to hulu okay so, oh so i get to watch it too yeah oh okay yeah i thought it i might i might just set up set up my i got a projector i'm i'll set up my screen in the backyard and get some popcorn and pull out my little backyard you throw shit at it when you get pissed off yeah then i'll really be disappointed when i <laughs> when i put that much effort into it <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right, let's so move on to the next one. Because right, sure. you, you bitched about something, a trailer. Now it's time for me to bitch about a trailer. Go ahead. Okay. Let's talk about She-Hulk. Okay. All right. So here's the thing. She-Hulk is uh came out, and yes, people are bitching about She-Hulk also. It was woke this and woke that. Like she hadn't been around since 1980. You know, hell. <laughs> A woman yeah. Hulk. They made Hulk a girl now. Fuck this shit. They're just making everybody girls now. Like Those this was back in the eighties. Oh. Right. Now I do. I, I do think I need to uh, explain why She Hulk is, or why She Hulk even existed back in the eighties. There is a reason for that. Now the reason She Hulk exists, or the reason they decided that Stanley decided to make She Hulk, is because everybody remembers the Incredible Hulk TV show back in the seventies and eighties, super popular. There was also another show that was super popular back then, also called The Six Million Dollar Man. 
<laughs> we can build him. We can replace him. We have the technology. All this like that. Corny show, but they was almost like one and one. Here's the thing. But the $6 million man had a spinoff show called The Bionic Woman, which was just as popular as The $6 million Man. Lindsay Wagner, all the stuff like that. So, yeah, it was there. She had the super hearing and shit. Oh, yeah, the super zoom in, all like that. She had that dumbass sound. You know, that sound got on my damn nerves. It made me turn the show every time. But anyway. You know, it was funny. Was, she had to brush her hair. like She had, like, super hearing, but she still had to brush her hair out of the way. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was your entry bar. Those graphics too. Uh, oh yeah, we're gonna get to the graphics, but but before we get there, uh, now, like I said, what was the name of the show? The Bionic Woman is super popular. Now, since the Bionic Woman was a super popular spinoff show of the Six Million Dollar Man, NBC found a loophole in their rights with the Hulk. So if they make a female version of the Incredible Hulk, they own the rights to it, hundred percent. They can cut Marvel out of it completely. So Marvel had to scramble and create a character and trademark a character called She-Hulk because if they didn't, NBC was going to make a TV show called She-Hulk where they own 100% of the profits, probably canceled the Incredible Hulk and just keep that show. You know, that's also why Spider-Woman exists also. They were like, why we had to just make Spider-Woman too? That way they won't try to do this bullshit with Spider-Man. You know, that's why they don't use Spider-Woman, but they own the rights to her. So that's why She-Hulk exists because of legal reasons. Uh, and it's made her cousin because every superhero girl at the time superman had a cousin batman had a cousin i think i don't know he but man he man had a cousin his, no that was a, that, that that was was a sister, sister. Yeah. that was a sister yeah. yeah and shazam but that was his sister also yeah but anyway <laughs> back to the shitty graphics yeah uh what the fuck <laughs> like really what the fuck this reminds me of some like uh some damn scorpion king shit like that like some damn ps2 graphics now i'm not the type to complain about you know cgi all the time like that I understand it's a movie, it's fictional, it's imaginary, stuff like that. But you can't give me this and expect me to be happy about it. This is some, this is like Fortnite. Like, what, what the fuck is this? You can work it better than that. Even when she's in movement, she got like that digital, you know, lag to her, stuff like that, like ghosting effect to her. Like, what the hell is this? Like, it's taking you out. It took me oh, out of you, the train. You acting like you're going to go see this in the movie. <laughs> Even still. No, okay, okay, okay. okay I, I see what you're going with. I see what you're going with. <laughs> Yes, but here's the thing. I know I'm not going to the movies to see this, but even on the even on TV, those graphics are unacceptable. For instance, on the CW. Oh, not him. <laughs> like, for real? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. King yeah. Shark. They gave you King Shark on the CW. He looks amazing. There's no re no reason that King Sharks look that good on yeah, the CW. Yeah, but how many episodes was King Shark? <laughs> That's so. That's true. That is true. But at the same time, the CW has not been profitable since it existed. That's why they canceled every single DC show right now, except for Gotham Knights or Star Girl. I don't know some shit. Anyway, the point is, there's no reason for She-Hulk to look like that and and King Shark like that. And let's get away from the CW. Let's talk about Marvel Agents of Shield. They gave us Ghost Rider, the best looking Ghost Rider ever on Marvel's Agents of Shield on ABC. So how the hell? Can network TV give us that level of quality? And then Disney Plus supposed to be a premier service that we're supposed to be paying money for. Give us that. Like, what is it because they're cranking out so many shows at one time? They can't keep up with it. I don't know. I know a lot of people don't care, but I'm just like, it's so bad. It, it took me out of it. And people are like, well, maybe they'll just fix it. You know, they got time. They don't have time. They got two months before this shit drops. You know, they're not going to pull an ugly sign. They're not going to do that. They stopped that shit and went another year. So I'm just like, man, what are they doing with She-Hulk? So 
maybe the writing will be good. Maybe She-Hulk won't even be in it that much. They, they got to save money anyway. So she'll probably just lose her powers after the pilot episode and just run around as regular chick the whole time. And then show up again as She-Hulk towards the end of the show. By then, maybe they have no time to fix the CGI. I don't know. But, man, my my, I'm excited for this show, man, because She-Hulk is a fun character. She's not Girl Hulk. I mean, she is Girl Hulk, but not Girl Hulk. She has her own, like, villains role. She has her own stories. She's a lot wackier than Hulk. The whole fourth wall breaking, she did it before Deadpool. You know, that was her thing. The whole yeah, I, TVA thing, that wasn't Loki, that was her. You know. Yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to the show. I thought it looked funny. Yeah, uh Centralian yeah, humor yeah. with uh with with Dak. Sulky. Uh, do you mean Dick? Oh, David Anthony crap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my mind went somewhere else. I'm, I'm my bad. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, C Lou. Yeah, thanks. Uh but yeah, that's my thing. Like I said, you can have fun with the She-Hulk character. Even the whole lawyer aspect of it is fun. Like the name of the show is She-Hulk Attorney at Law. So the whole thing of her being a, being a procedural drama where you got superheroes showing up and she got a defense like that, I'm in for it. And people wondering whether or not Dead, uh, Dare, Daredevil will be in the show. Yes. I'm telling you right now, I'm guaranteeing it. If he don't, I'm eating a cheeseburger. <laughs> I eat a cheeseburger. Taco. I mean a taco. If, from Taco Bell? From Taco Bell? <laughs> I'll give them no, 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 no. I'm gonna go to a Mexican restaurant or actually a real Mexican restaurant or the real taco. That'll show me <laughs> <laughs> if if Matt Murdock, Matt Murdock will be in this show. I guarantee you. I'm, I'm putting the stamp on it right now. I'm guaranteeing it. It's saying we got discovered this is coming from me. So, yeah. So, that's my thing. I'm hoping that the She Hulk show is good because I'm excited for a She Hulk show. But man, they got to fix those graphics. Maybe, maybe they are doing a bait and switch. Maybe the graphics look good and. You know, from the beginning, just make it maybe it's not her final form <laughs> or, or something. Uh, yes, Matt. Okay, yeah. Uh, that yeah, would make sense. Well, they did announce that they are making a new Daredevil series for Disney, yeah, which we already knew that anyway, yeah. you know. So, uh, oh, they come in hot. What do we got? Uh, he doesn't show up. I'm gonna be disappointed. He will be in it, Jake. He will be in it. I guarantee you. He's saying it right now. You saw it. I did, May, I did not see it. I, I don't 20th, have. Well, he said it. May 23rd, 2022. Leroy yep. is declaring. We I'm declaring it. it. I'm guaranteeing it. Matt Murdock will be in the show. I didn't say how long he'd be in it. Did he, and no. Foggy, too. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't say all that. <laughs> this is good. This is awesome. Uh, zero sugar. Citrus? I don't know what this is. Is that that citrus... Uh, Water, or sparkling whatever. ice, or something. Yeah, I've had those. Those are good. This shit is awesome. I like it. Yeah, they're not paying it, so enough with the commercial. All right, can we go to the next? Oh, you're up now, Eli. Am I? What do I do now? Oh, you know, you know. Hold up, before we get there. Uh, that ship deals move was fire. I don't care what it was. There. Yes, thank you, Jason. <laughs> he agrees. <laughs> I might check it out. He, I think Leroy <laughs> might have sold me on it. And watch you yeah. come back like this shit. <laughs> Fuck so. this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so video game session. Now you're taking over to the video game session. This is normally for the video game section on this podcast. You've been listening. This is the point where Eli gets him to take a piss break, like in the middle of the podcast, or go smoke some cigarettes or like that. But he's actually running it this time because he played a game. So we're gonna sit back and let Eli talk about what he played. Well, you better run the graphics. You're the tech director so okay I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll produce i'll produce you host you know <laughs> here, we, here we go okay Matter of fact, so I'll yes use. i i played 
uh, Evil Dead, the video game. Um, and, and this and is his footage playing. That's so. me. This is me playing uh, single player mode. I, it's very difficult. It's very hard. Um, I can't beat this fucking level. It's the, it's the first one. <laughs> it's really it, there's a lot of you, there's no checkpoints man and i can't find yeah there's like you can't i can't find any of the health and i end up dying and i get to the end and i keep dying and shit because i never have enough health but so um, you can't you can't ramble your way through this game you? yeah it, it's it's it gets challenging but this is made for the co-op it's one of those co-op games like friday the 13th like the predator like left for dead where the fun is getting together with friends and playing online and mobbing the shit. Um, and, th- and in that sense, it is fun. Um, especially if you're, if you're a fan of the Evil Dead series like me, I've been waiting for this game. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it, it, it was a blast. You get, there's all kinds of characters. You can be Ash from every movie. OG Ash. Yeah, I was just about Evil to Dead. ask you which Evil Dead is yeah. close, closer to. Yeah, you could be Army of Darkness Ash. You could be Evil Ash from Army of Darkness. You can. There's like characters from the TV show. You can be uh, Pablo and Kelly. Um, yeah, it, it it runs the gambit on 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 characters and Easter eggs. Um, but basically, you know, you get together with friends. Your mission is to find the pages of the Necronomicon. Um, and they're scattered all over the map. You find each page, then you have to find the Kandarian dagger, and then you open the portal and send the demons back. Meanwhile, if you're playing against a, a head-to-head game, you can also be you can also play as a demon, as a deadite, and you can go around and uh, possess people and try to kill them and shit. Um, so yeah, it's 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 like Left for Dead. Um, and out, you know, I've played some of these games, Predator and Friday the Thirteenth, these co-op. Horror we we streamed Friday 13 on him yeah. one time. So yeah. Um, but this one, there's a lot more shit to do, especially if you're like a, a, a survivor. Like, because in Friday the 13th, you don't have much to do. You're kind of hiding. Maybe you go find the battery and you find the car, but you're basically hiding the whole time. Whereas this, you get to engage in battle. You get to, you know, fight. You can actually, you know, while you're looking for, you know, all these items. Deadites are coming, and you get to you get to there, you know, there fight you go. them. Okay. Yeah, that's like one of the bosses and shit. Yeah, he just like it takes a little more time to fucking kill him. I, I hope you, you don't die right here, you let it. it oh no, no okay. I died <laughs> later on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's me taking a sip of uh, that the health drink to get me to get my get me back up and running. But um, but yeah, it's loaded with Easter eggs, and it, like you're a lot more active. Even like games like Dead for Dead by Daylight, you know, you're just kind of running around hiding from the killers. You get to engage with them in this one. You get to actually fight. The you know, the battle system's a little janky. The camera movement's a little weird. You know, um, the 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 battle, the fighting, the moves are a little sloppy. But in the end, it's 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 just you know a fun homage to the movies, to the Evil Dead series. You know. And I've played, and this is one of the better Evil Dead games I've played. You know, Fistful of Boomstick was a lot of fun. You know, didn't have that Dead by Daylight game. Did they make an Evil Dead version of that one? There's like a yeah, there's like an Ash character. I never downloaded him though, but um, okay, but yeah, um, I didn't play Dead by Daylight that much, but um, mostly because I don't have any, I don't know anybody. But now you know, I was I was playing with people that I knew, and it's it's a lot of fun. That's what it's meant for. That like I said. There is single player missions. They are very challenging. There's no checkpoints. You know, you die, you're going back to the beginning. So 
you spend, you know, half hour on a level, you die, you got to do all that shit all over again. So that's what, that's where it gets frustrating for me. Um, but like I said, the fun is in the group play with the co-ops, getting together, choosing your characters. You can like upload your weapons, upload or upgrade your weapons, upgrade your moves. Um, yeah. Upgrade your characters and all that. And, and yeah, so yeah, it, it, it's a lot of fun. So if you get it, if anybody gets this shit, add me on Xbox, thrash jaws with a Z at the end, you know, get at me Let, let's, let's, we'll get, we'll get a party going and we can, it, it's, it's fun. It's fun when you get the party going. So, yeah. I mean, graphics graph look pretty good on this game. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, like you, it's very gory. The, you know, like I said, all the Easter eggs, the one-liners, Ashes one-liners that he's always spouting. Gro- you know, the wisecracks. Okay. Yeah, groovy. And, you know, even some of the other characters, Kelly and Pablo from the from the Ash versus Evil Dead series. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's funny. If, if, you're, if you're an Evil Dead fan, you, you, you're really digging this stuff. If you like the Doctor Strange fan uh, movie, you'll play this <laughs> game. You'll kind of see where a lot of this shit came from. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark Hole, Nicker Comic Con, same thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, oh, so you gonna give it a score or? I'll give it a four out of five. Cool. Okay. Okay. You like did a video game review. Now, yeah. before we get out of here, I gotta well, I gotta do a video game. Well, I'm gonna just. Want to thank everybody the other night for joining into the Street Fighter Five stream. I finally did it just to see what it's like. I was able to pull this off on online. Oh no, I picked it up. Uh, I was able to pull this move off online. Uh, we got some good hits on and stuff like that. I probably won't stream it again because it's too a little bit too stressful to stream it on Facebook, you know. But I enjoyed myself on that time. People jumped in and stuff like that. So Gabe, uh, shout out to Gabe. He uh, had surgery not too long ago. He's recovering stuff like that. But when he gets back on. We will jump on Street Fighter. We'll go from there. I just want you to know I have been practicing. So yeah. So were you you were playing Streets of Rage the other night? Was that you? Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw you. Uh, that, yeah, that's the one where I got like all the <laughs> emotes or whatever reactions. Yeah, because uh, mm-hmm. I I mean I have that on my little Sega mini Sega. Thing. That little oh yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was playing on I was playing on PC. I was playing on Steam. Yeah. But I have, like I said, I have Streets of Rage on PS4, which I like. I was playing like we we did the um, we talked about the movie a couple weeks ago, but yeah, I I went and replayed a bunch of them again because the I downloaded the DLC content. So if you ever oh, yeah. get that, that's I'll jump on. With that. You you got you got X, okay you on Xbox. I think Streets of Rage Four is on Xbox Game Pass. Okay, I well I have I have it. All, I also have it on PS4. And yeah, I have all like okay. all the characters unlocked. I got them like upgraded, and so I can okay. wreck shit. On- <laughs> Tell you what, let me see if I can renew my game pass, and we'll come back to it. We'll see. All right, because yeah. I, I actually I never played four. I never played four before. Oh yeah, well it's like it's an updated version of you know you can do more combos. You know, of course the graphics are are way better than the eight bit or fifty two yeah, bit. Thirty or years later, so yeah, yeah. So, but it's essentially the same game, same moves. You know, same style, same button mash and beat them up shit. yeah i got to because yeah i gotta think more stuff to stream to see what people are going for you know but we'll, we'll kind of go from there yeah or i might just do something else i mean like i said NBA yeah. right now i'm gonna be watching that so i don't know yeah i renewed my game pass and i i downloaded uh the this like cat capcom old school like beat em up bundle and it came with like final fight and what, i like, now, what, jumped, what do you have that on that's on xbox that's on xbox and i might get I, that i like hour later i had beat it already <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Because the game's super short. Yeah. Like, we at yeah. home and you don't have to worry about pumping in. Yeah. Quarters. This is yeah, five, back so. in the day, five, six levels of just punching the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And they're fun. I, yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. You just sit there, relax. I don't have to worry about, you know, saving shit or, you know, weird. Right. Like, you know, these games get so. And just, just be, you yeah. don't have to sit there and think and we're going to go, just, just, you see that guy? Fight him. Yeah, That's it. Like Shoot him. Fall out. Yeah, fall out. I'm collecting trash for three days. Or, you know, <laughs> right. Go to Shishima. I'm writing haiku and shit. You got to go talk me. to this person. Yeah, I just want to cut no. motherfuckers up. Can't I just hit people? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it was just two buttons. That's all we needed. <laughs> right, man. Just want to beat us with transvestite hookers, man. That's all. Shit, we know it. <laughs> with right. with swords and ninja stars. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Let's move to the next part of the podcast. Like I said, it's comic book bullies. We're talking about the comic books. That means you're going to jump into it. Eli, I'm gonna let you go first. Uh, I will not do the Star Girl Earth Prime book this week. I'm not gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna save uh, you the trouble. Star Girl. They had a Star Girl book. Oh, we're yeah. gonna talk about this. Oh, we. Hey, we. I, I. I. I just got the reminder. I got Wait, the reminder. I told you I was gonna forget. I what what so did I forget? Because I. I can't even remember what I, I forgot. I, I, here we go. I'll. I'll bring it up, man. There okay. You go. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, damn it. I was hoping you forget. Okay, we got to talk about Gotham Knights. <laughs> Not this shitty CW show, this shitty game is coming out. Now, I want everybody to know there's a disclaimer on the Gotham Knights game that's coming out, I think, next year. The game will not be on PS4 and Xbox One. It won't. It will only be available on the Xbox Series X and S, you know, that version, the PS5 and PC. That's it. So you don't own those systems, you can't play this game. They already put the disclaimer out. So just, just let you know that now. If you want to play it, so yeah, that's that's all I had to say about that. We can get past okay. this, this shitty, <laughs> shitty game. Yeah. So no, well, I got a PC, so I can play it. So I'm good. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Right. <laughs> Sucks to be you. See here, I go bragging about being a master race again. I'm not gonna do that. It's almost like they say, like PC players are kind of like vegans. <laughs> we never stop talking about the shit. So yeah. All right. So uh, yeah. What what, what you got? I guess I will go to. Let's see. No, I better stop a. Do I stop a screen? Oh shit. Okay. No, I stopped the screen. Let me share the screen again. Okay. I will go with Nightwing. Nightwing. Uh, number. What is this? Ninety-two or something? I don't remember. <laughs> Nightwing ninety-two. Yeah. All right. So Tom Taylor, y'all. Um, so basically, this is uh, we. Um, they're celebrating um, Dick Grayson, and he's you know. They're renaming the city Haven. It's no longer be called Bloodhaven. It's Blood just called Haven. Haven. Yeah. Um, and they're celebrating Dick Grayson, you know, doing all that charity work that he's been doing because he inherited all that money from Alfred. And um, of course, during that thing, Blockbuster wants to, you know, sabotage it. So he hires a bunch of like these thugs in like in like masks and shit to basically go and uh you know fuck up the city and start shit ruin his day um they take out all of the city's uh surveillance cameras and um but of course uh batgirl's like hey they took out all the city's cameras but not my cameras so she's got footage of everybody and he goes around kicking everybody's ass and ripping off their masks to expose them he takes off their masks so y'all can see who they are um yeah so the little parallels to what was going on on january 6th 
you know? <laughs> oh, shit. I, I don't think we ever going to let that go. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Wondering how they all got caught because none of them were wearing masks. <laughs> you know? So, uh, so yeah, he, he kind of exposes everybody. And then Blackburst is like, damn it, that meddling little shit, Dick Grayson, I'll get you. And then that heart guy shows back up. Do you remember that heart dude? What was his name? The guy who was cutting out hearts. What was that dude's name? Oh, Hush? No, not Hush. He was that one, uh, fuck, what's his name? I can't remember the guy's name. But he was he was, he was was from earlier in the story arc. He was, like, cutting people's hearts out. And he had, like, that silver mask and shit. Can't remember. Anyway, he shows back up, and he goes, hey, you need, yo, you want to kill Dick Grayson? Well, I got a proposal for you. And that's where the book ends. So, um, oh, okay. Still pretty cool, you know. Tom Taylor still, you know, killing it on this book. I'm still into it, and yeah. So another. Four I feel like five. he's ramping up. Stork, like I said, is 92. So I, think, I feel like he's making like a big blowout for like Nightwing 100, 100 when it comes. Yeah, I yeah. think that's, what, that's what's happening. Which I don't blame him. I mean, that's that's what you expect. So yeah. Yeah. All right. So I guess the book I'm going to do since you did Nightwing, let's stick with DC. Uh, let's do World's Finest, Batman, Superman, World's Finest. Number three. Did, did you read this? I did. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, let's see. So for people who haven't been keeping up with the book, what's going on? Batman and Superman are teaming up because they're fighting this demon called Devil Neza, who's been dead for like a thousand years or some shit. Uh, and now he's back to raise hell. But what he's been doing is that he's possessing supervillains and basically making them do his evil, evil bidding, you know. And Batman and Superman were saving Billy Batson. And when they saved them, they got sent to hell. By Felix Faust. So, yeah. So, that's where we are right now. That's the uh, where the story is going. So, let's see. This Devil Neza. Uh-oh. Back up. All right. So, like I said, we got Batman in hell with Billy Batson. That's the boy. That's Billy Batson right there. And he's like, how are we in hell? You know? And like, are we really in hell? You're like, of course you're in hell. Don't you see Joe Chill? And then they look over to the right. And Joe Chill is just like burning. Like, oh, I'm sorry, Batman. You know, for killing his killing his parents. You know? Uh, so then he sees Superman. Superman's just floating him, not saying shit, eyes closed up like that. So he's like, Superman, snap out of it, wake up. And while there's some demon that's about to eat Billy Batson, and Superman just puts his uh, he just shh, he just tells, and then grabs Superman's uh, uh grabs Batman's batarang, throws it at super speed, and then hits Felix Faust because he knew Felix Faust was hiding as that demon. He was like, I knew you were there because I heard a full heartbeat because I know you're sick, you didn't want to see the uh, the torture you was causing everybody, and then he. He visions his the wound and all like that's kind of brutal for Superman, but fuck it, whatever. <laughs> so he was like, look, I'm pissed. Tell me what I want to know. Where's the devil Nizza? You know, now, you know, and he tells him this shit. Uh and basically what they're doing is that they find out that Devil Nezza has been going after the other superheroes, also, not just Batman, Superman, Flash, Wonder Woman, blah blah, also like that. So we're like, first thing we need to do, we need to go find uh Flash and Wonder Woman, make sure that they need help. And then Billy Batson wakes up but it's really the devil never telling them you you dolls you costume clowns you won't win stuff like that so he's talking through him you know so billy's possessed you know so they go uh bullshit with the doom patrol don't care bullshit with wonder uh robin and supergirl don't care talking back with them yeah okay really, half the so book, you don't care it, it really i don't it's, it's like a b plot that i don't care about it's like it's just there okay busy work sure whatever you know uh so you got oh now this is something that shouldn't happen because batman hates to be cared by superman 
He's always said it before, but we're just going to let this slide. And basically, Batman just, you know, doing his detective brand. He's like, okay, this devil Neza, he knows way too much about us, even though he's been dead for a thousand years. Uh, he knows exactly how to hit us. He knows exactly who he is. How's he getting his information? And Superman's like, well, that's your problem. I- I'm just here to hit shit. Like, the detective shit, that's that's your job. That's that's why I keep you around, you know. Uh, so then they finally get to Central City where they see Flash running. And Batman's like, you go get Flash, I go get Wonder Woman. You know, I'll go get the hot Amazon, you know. So Flash is going after fighting Mirror Master. He's like, I know which one you are, Mirror Master. You're there. So he runs. And Superman like, no, don't go. But he's too slow. He can't catch him. So he runs through the, the thing. And now he's trapped. Now Flash is out of there, you know. And Mirror Master breaks the mirror. So he can't get out, you know. Uh, meanwhile, Batman sees Wonder Woman. And the whole area has been covered in clay. And he sees Dr. Alchemy and Dr. Alchemy like, well, I ain't got to turn you into clay, Batman. I'm going to turn you into ash or carbon or whatever. You know, so Batman is dodging. Superman wraps Mirror Master in a light pole. Tell me, okay, where, tell me where you put Flash. Look, I'll do better than tell you. I'll show you. As he shows, like, the red portal that where Flash got caught in. And the portal starts chasing Superman. He's like, run, Superman, run. So, and he can't heat vision it because it's magic. You know, magic is one of his weaknesses. So he just keeps flying. And trying to outrun it. Meanwhile, Batman is dodging blasts from Dr. Alchemy. He's like, what can I do? And Superman's like, look, Batman, I need you, the next blast that Dr. Alchemy shoots you with, I need you to just stand there. Don't dodge it. You're like, what? Yeah, don't dodge it. So Dr. Alchemy sees Batman, blasts him, and that's when Superman flies, right the time when that red uh, portal hits him just the right time, and it, it destroys itself because it's like magic on magic. And that's when Superman smacks Dr. Alchemy, knocks him out, and Batman's like, you know, I could have dodged that shit even at the last minute. You're like, man, quit lying. <laughs> you know. Uh, and then that's when Hal Jordan shows up. And he's just like, don't worry about it. I just got word that de- the Devil Neza is no longer controlling supervillains. They're like, cool. And Batman's like, wait, where from who? He's like, who do you think? And that's when they trap him in. He Green Lantern traps them in like a green cage, and that is stuck. And Batman's like, okay, none of this shit makes sense. How the hell is he getting this information? So he's like, Alfred uh has anybody been tampering with the back computer and after like no sir nobody's been messing with the back computer everything looks good on my end and then it turns out the devil neza is standing behind alfred dun, dun, dun. so that's how he's been getting his information he has been hacking the back computer the whole time so yeah so that's what's going on so yeah pretty good honestly the 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 wonder woman i mean the super boy i'm sorry robin and supergirl shit it's okay it slows the book now. I just want to get to Batman, Superman, all this other Doom Patrol shit. I don't care about, you know. As long as I get that, the book is hitting for me. So yeah, uh, yeah, I like it. So I just stuck with that one because we're doing like DC, DC. So yeah. So what you got next? Well, I guess on to Marvel for me. Anyway. Cool. Okay. I will do New Mutants number twenty-five. I'm surprised. I thought they canceled it. I thought this was done. You know, but I guess it's an X book. Don't ever cancel it. <laughs> So, but it's back same pretty much the same team or same writer anyways i mean other than hickman because i know hickman was writing one time yeah but this is that vita Alala. oh she was writing the newbie book yeah i can't i can't i always fuck up her name sorry but uh anyways so um so this is basically about magic and um how she's handing over limbo to madeline Pryor. you know because queen okay yeah because uh um, magic is too busy. She's doing shit with the new mutants. She's doing all this other. She's busy. So I can't, you know, I, 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 so I'm going to like, you know, get her. She needs something to do, you know, and then nobody trusts her. This is like a more of a gesture 
of how uh, you know to get her to like fall in line with everybody. I'm gonna give her the the reins to limbo. And of course, you know we have uh, Rain and Danny Moonstar are like that ain't a good idea. We can't trust her. So there's all that going on. But we also get like we go go back into their past. We go back into Magic's past, and we go back even to Madeline Pryor's past about how they're kind of similar. They both got over went through a bunch of trauma, had to get, overcome it all, and you know you know become their own um basically earn their respect or earn their place in the world and you know magic have growing up in limbo uh you know defying that one demon or what's that de- demon's name is Belas billy batson or whatever his name is. Like, it's like he's got like two z's and three l's or some shit in the name yeah. bull bu- 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 bully boy or something i don't know i can't remember <laughs> the guy's name but um anyways and then, you know, Madeline has, a, has like one of the only clones that actually has a soul and all this shit. So they kind of, we got to go back and, you know, into their past. Um, and we end, they end up going to Limbo and Danny and Rain accompany them. And she's basically about to sign the contract over to Madeline. But then that demon guy shows up with a horde of demons. So then we get a big ass action. Danny, Rain, Madeline. Uh, Ileana, all you know, killing a bunch of demons, but then that demon dude faces off with Ileana, and as you can see here, they start fucking uh, battling, and he ends up breaking her soul sword, like smashing. Oh, it. okay. Which I thought it couldn't be done, but okay. Yeah, so he smashes her soul sword, like oh shit. So they create a portal and get the fuck out, and that's kind of you know where the book ends. So, yeah, um, oh, it was pretty cool. You know, um, like I said before, I'm not the biggest X-Men fan. So when it goes into all this past soap opera shit, I don't know what they're fucking talking about. But, <laughs> you know, I'm digging, you know. You're about the siege perilous and all this shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm digging the, when they started fighting demons and cutting them up and shit. You know, everybody got swords. Of course, Danny Moonstown's got a fucking bow and arrow and shit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but but yeah, it was pretty cool. So I, I'm still I I've been digging this series ever since that Vita Alala took it over. So, and like I thought, I was surprised when it came back because I thought they were done. I thought that issue like months ago. It was it's been like a few months, like a while. Damn. When when, when did that come out? That last new music. It's been a while. It was it's a long been, high it's so many X books. It's it's hard to keep up with. Yeah. Because yeah. so like it was yeah. like four that came out this week, and I was just like, eh, I'm yeah. Yeah, I also read. I also read X Men Red too, but uh, oh, I forgot about because I, I forget which X Men book is which. So I saw X Men Red, and I was like, X Men what? And I forgot <laughs> that's the one with the Mars. So I can, no, if I remember yeah. what it was, I probably would have read it. But yeah, yeah, I did, but I don't give a shit. So <laughs> <laughs> oh man, all right. So, but a book I did read uh, is Thor number twenty five. Yeah. Like I said, we have not been keeping up with Thor, but the reason we're keeping up with this book is because this is part two of the Thor versus Hulk book, where they just this is my it. this is my book of the week. It's it's up. <laughs> it might be it might be mine too. It might be mine too. I got to think about it, but it's kind of hard to see something that's not that's not going to take its place. Oh no, we're going to go back here. All right, so like I said, it's it's a Thor book, but it's really a Hulk book. It's the banner or it's the banner war or whatever it's called. War of Banner, War of the Banners, or something yeah, like that. Whatever. That's the thing. Hulk like, versus, Hulk versus Thor book. Like, like Thor is barely in this book. And you know what? I don't care. You know what? I just thought about it. I'm going to review this book twice tonight. 
<laughs> we're gonna do one and then i because i gotta do two separate reviews if i do them all at one time it's gonna get uh managed together so part one of my thor 25 review <laughs> all right so let's get to it first thing like i said we left off hulk and thor were beating the shit out of each other they were in space and odin has found a way to invade banner's mind and kick the shit out of him so yeah let's get to it anyway uh at avengers tower we see that the avengers have found out where hulk is or at least tony has figured out and he's got like Reed Richards, the Fantastic Four, and, and Shang-Chi sitting there, stuff like that, and other people. Uh, I think that's Echo. She's there, you know. And Reed's just like, okay, how the hell do you know Echo. where they are? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I just I noticed the feathers. Yeah, I just... <laughs> that's how... I was like, Echo, that's that's Namor. I like that. That's got to <laughs> I mean, they're both pretty, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's in the foreground here. I just know. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, so Reed is actually like, okay, Tony, how do you know that Thor, uh, Hulk, and Thor having some grudge match in space in some dead celestial's hand? The reason I know that is because I've been monitoring space stuff all out in uncharted space, and one of my satellites dinged when they got hit, and right before it uh, got destroyed, all it recorded was Hulk smash. And this is like uncharted space nobody's ever seen before. And Reed Rich is just like, okay, look, Tony. I'm glad you figured it out, but no offense, but you're not smart enough to do that because <laughs> I'm not smart enough to do that. And Tony's like, yeah, you're right. Uh, one of Thor's ravens told me that. He's like, Thor's ravens? And you got Spider-Man over there, like, feeding them hot dogs. Like, huh, what, what? <laughs> you know, what, like, Hugin and Mugen, whatever your name is? Like, I don't know. They from Thor Metallica. So uh, Cap just says, okay, so Thor's in space, take care of Hulk. We just sit back and just wait for a sit rep from uh, Thor and just see what he says. Like, cool. And Tony's like, yeah, no. I'm going to go to space and kick his ass. And you know, that's when Cap says, stand down, soldier. You know, you're always telling everybody to stand down. He's like, no, I'm not asking you permission, Cap. He tried to kill me last time we fought. Like, I saw it in his eyes. He would have killed me if he had the chance. So I'm done playing around with him. I'm going up there, and I'm kicking Hulk's ass. So I got to finish him off and be done with it. Then that's it. He's like, Tony, you're not going anywhere. He's like, what do you mean not going anywhere? I'm already gone. He's like, where, Tony, where are you? He's like, are you here? Like, I would never at this meeting to begin with. <laughs> so then he jumps into his uh one of his spaceships and just flies off. <laughs> you know, he goes into space to find out where they are, you know. Uh meanwhile, we got uh Bruce Banner getting the shit beat down by Odin. Uh yeah, he was like, I'm not a man of science banner, but I'm pretty sure if I kill you right now, that would stop all this shit going on right now and stop the Hulk too. He was like, Oh, you think it's that easy? Okay, and then no, you're in my mind. So he started using all his wires and machinery in his mind to trap Odin. And he was just like, look, Odin, yeah, you may be a big dude where you are old man, but in here, I'm God. Uh, you know, and then that's when he starts beating Shadow Hulk again. And they just start going to work and he starts shooting him and shit, uh, blasting them. And let me see if we can cut to the end of this. Yeah. Meanwhile, Odin and Hulk are just still just going at each other. They headbutt each other. Oh, yeah. Thor Thor headbutts Hulk. But when he headbutts him, since Banner is in his head, he falls out and knocks himself unconscious. It breaks that like contraption that controls him or whatever. Yeah. Right. But see, now that he's now that the connection's been broken, now Hulk is just, you know, let loose. You know. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's all the lock the memories he locked away are now right. They're exposed. just flooding back, right? Because he was like, yeah. I don't want to visit this memory again. And it's the whole reason he's on the run to begin with, because of what happened in El Paso. So Odin is just there as a barkeep. Like pretending to be a bar bartender, he's like, "So this is your mind, Banner. Where are we?" He's like, "Oh shit, this is where it happened. This is El Paso. This is where seventeen people died here." You know, 
Uh, so then he visions himself, you know, walking through the bar. Exactly what happened in his memory. He sits down with his laptop and he talks about everything happening to Al Ewan Run, where he fought the devil and he got, you know, on good terms with the Hulk. And they decided to explore the world, explore the country, you know, as together, hand in hand, because they have a new understanding that they need both each other. So they acknowledge all the stuff they did with Al Ewan, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and then, like, the dudes, like the biker gang or whatever, you know, bumps into him, smashes the bureau of his laptop. He's like, hey, man, you know, he was about to hold cap. He's like, you know what? I'm going to chill. It was an accident. It's cool, you know. But then everybody else in the bar starts hulking out. He's like, oh, what, what the fuck? Going? It's like a contagion or some kind of, you know, something. Yeah. And then the dude starts freaking out, Puny Banner, and they start attacking him. You yeah, know, he's throwing- infecting. That's what Al Ewing's run established, that the Hulk, Hulk beings, anybody who has gamma radiation, it can infect other people. Um, you know, that's why Betty Ross is the harpy and um, that one journalist woman, she got Hulk gamma powers and Jack, Jack bu- McGee. Yeah. yeah, they all yeah, a bunch of people like basically become infected like a dead guy who died during a Hulk attack mm-hmm. resurrected while he was underground because he was still at the gamma radiation. So his corpse like- came back to life like is it crazy? Al Ewan's run was crazy, but he, he did establish that yes, that the Hulk can infect other people now with radiation, and and they and this is what's happened. He just just being in a bar full of people, he turned them all into Hulks. <laughs> right, and they came in attacking him. But here's the thing: so, but he's normal. Yeah. So what he does as normal Bruce Banner, he like blacks out and shit like that, just goes you know, you know, uh, unconscious, and then why right before they try to attack him. He kills everybody. I gotta explain this shit because this shit yeah. was brutal. <laughs> like, what the fuck? This is this is not the Hulk. This is Bruce Banner doing this shit. Yeah. Just ripping people's arms off, smashing, you know, punching a hole through their head. Okay, like, like, whoa, what ripping the fuck? Ripping their hearts out. And shit. Right, like, what the hell? Like, this is like Mortal Kombat. Like, what the hell? Then he just wait. Then he when he finally comes to, everybody's dead. The bar is on fire. Seventeen people are dead. He's got blood all over him. He's like, I'm, I was hoping somebody would come kill me, but nobody ever came. You know, so I just sat there, you know. And then Otis just talked to him like, well, that's messed up, you know. But at the same time, okay, that explains why what happened to El Paso, but that doesn't explain how Spaceship Hulk came about because that's magic. So how did you get that? And then that's when you get lightning and shit like that. They're like, oh, what's going on? Something's happening. And that's when he Thor o- Odin realizes that Thor is calling him back. Because if he called Monier back, he calls Odin back. He's like, man, what the hell are you doing? I almost had him. I almost talked him down. He was like, we don't have time. The shit just got real. The shit just got even worse than what it was before. He's like, what are you talking about? Because uh, look up look up in the sky. And they look up in the sky, and he's like, the cavalry. Oh, yeah, Thor is smiling. He, th- he thinks it's a good thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and Hulk is, and Banner's like, oh, shit, we, we really fucked up. Because the thing is, Banner is still not in the driver's seat. Yeah, he's stuck wherever he is. Because right? he's because Thor head when Thor headbutt and he smashed the control. So now uh Banner has no control over the Hulk. Yeah, Star, so the Starship Banner, Hulk. Yeah. So no Hulk is just just out there now. Just he's yeah. do whatever he wants to now. Nobody's yeah. controlling him. And his yeah. and he's got access to all his memories and he can remember everything. So he's like super he's basically hit all the memories to keep Hulk at bay to control right. Hulk. But now all the memories are coming back. So yeah, the Hulk is gonna like wild out like right. <laughs> and and what we talking about the next page. So then we get the voice yeah. from Tony talking about, "Hey Bruce, long time no smash. Uh, hate to do it, big guy. 
uh, but you, I'm gonna need you to step out of the vehicle. And that's when you get a celestial Hulkbuster. Look, look at this. Look at <laughs> look at Tony, and look at them. Yeah, <laughs> like he looks like he looked like Galactus. Like Galactus Iron Man. Well, can you zoom in on the bottom? There okay, yeah, hold, hold on. Let, let, let he's me, a let fucking me, yeah. kaiju bot. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let me see if I can get in there. Because this, then when I saw I saw like, what the fuck? <laughs> let me see if I get this shit out of here. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you can see it down at the bottom. That's Hulk. That's <laughs> Thor. And this is Tony. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> a celestial Iron Bot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, so so far, Eli, Donny Case is you know delivering on his promise. He said it's gonna be the the Hulk Thor fight to end all Hulk Thor fights. You know, yeah. Uh, let's see. Nice, yes. Nice, uh, AG member. You, you've been here before, AG member. I remember you. Yeah, you're you're long time listener. Appreciate you jumping in. But yeah, yeah. That's the thing. So this this shit is getting nuts now. You got Celestial Galactic Iron Man Hulk Buster <laughs> showing up, about to wreck everybody. So yeah, we want to see what happens there because Tony is pissed. Because Hulk did yeah. like against Vanna the Thor, did try to listen. Or yeah. against the Hulk that basically killed the devil. Right. And it and wasn't Thor, even really Hulk. It was Banner. Yeah. Banner was coming after him doing that shit. Yeah. yeah. And didn't Thor kill Galactus like lately? Like or <laughs> Oh yeah, like wearing his helmet like on, on the entrance of Asgard or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Like it's in a gift shop or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's part one. I'll do part two later. But uh, yeah, but what you got? Anyway? Oh, um, because I got to split them up. I can't. I can't do them at the same time. Okay. Was there was there another part that I missed? Yeah. Did I did I miss a book? Wait, are you done? No. Well, no. I was gonna do. I got another book to do. Okay. Um. And I do have another book after that book too. Uh no, I'm just saying. Was there another Banner War book that I missed? No, well, not not another Banner War book. The second part of this book. Oh, I want to oh, review that those, separately. Those old, those old school Thor books. Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, okay. I want to review. I want to review that separately because I okay. yeah, matched together. Me. I was like, Don't spoil it. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then Batman shows up. <laughs> All right. All right. I got. I'll do that Han Solo Chewie book number two. Cool. So um, just just in time for uh, well not even just in time it's just it's Star Wars they always got Marvel's always pumping out Star Wars books mm-hmm. but this is a this is a a book about Han and Chewie an earlier part in their career as smugglers doing a heist for Jabba um, having to team up with Greedo to go steal the ashes of one of Jabba's old enemies from another rival crime syndicate. Um, and so, yeah, so that, that's the job. Uh, they had, the, the catch was he's, he's supposed to work with Greedo. Uh, Greedo is one of Han Solo's rivals. If you, you know, well-versed in your Star Wars lore, Han Solo shoots Greedo first. I don't care what those, what those special editions say now. Han shot first. <laughs> I mean, well, um, there was no reason for Greedo to shoot. He was trying to bring him in to get the reward. So. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So they're on this job, and it's in Cor- it's back on Corellia. Uh, Corellia is where Han grew up as a street kid doing, you know, doing crimes and shit, running on the streets, doing thug, you know, hustle shit. Um, and he ends up finding his dad, his long lost dad, who was a uh, uh, 
who worked in the shipyards. So basically this, they end up teaming up and his dad ends up going on the job with him. So as you can see here in this panel, it's um, Han, his dad and Greedo sneaking into the mob boss's, you know, apartment or whatever to get this urn, get this, uh, the, the, this, this thing that they're trying to steal. Um, and of course, when they get there, it's gone. It's no, nowhere to be found. Um, Greedo ends up stealing some other valuable item and ends up setting off the, uh, the alarms. And that basically a whole army of security guards show up and like, hey, freeze, you're under arrest. And that's kind of where the book ends. Um, and then meanwhile, there's a, like a space bounty, a, a bounty hunter is after Han. And he's like searching for, he's like on Tatooine, you know, questioning Bib Fortuna, where, where Han is at and blah, 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 blah. So like another side plot where a bounty hunter is after Han over some shit. Um, but this is just a, a simple crime crate, a crime caper um, with Han Solo and Chewie on a, on a, on a job on a crime job for, for Jabba. And I, I, it's, it's fun. You know, I give it a three out of five. It's, it's pretty fun. This is what I want to see more of. I want to see more of that, the, the criminal underworld of Star Wars. That's why I've been reading the Bounty Hunter books. I, I kind of fell off during the War of the Bounty Hunters when I started dragging Luke and Darth Vader in and all this Right, shit, maybe the big, big crossover and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, just give us the crime shit. Give me the, the scum and villainy because that's what I want to see. And um, I feel like they, they're kind of afraid to go there sometimes, especially, you know, with the Boba Fett show and with the Solo movie. Like, they're, they're, it's like they're afraid to, to, to go to explore that more. They're always bringing lightsabers and baby Yoda and shit into these, into these crime stories, even in solo, right. they're making him a good guy. Like we didn't need to see solo be a good guy because right. in the first movie, he wasn't a good guy and a new hope. Yeah. He shoots right. Greedo in right. cold blood. Whole, yeah. It was like, he was an anti-hero. He was yeah. just pretty much in it for himself. You know, he was a criminal who didn't give a shit. He was going to let Leia die, you know, on the death to, Hey, they're going to kill her better her than me. Like he was a cold, calculating criminal who didn't give a shit and right it was he that... didn't get a conscience till the end of the yeah. first movie yeah. yeah and then that's the story arc even in the second movie the only reason why he hung around you know because he was trying to bang princes Leia. right <laughs> you know, he didn't really give a shit about the, the rebels the or cause, what their cause was. Like that, yeah and that but it's that 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 story arc you see this like criminal grow up conscious and end up giving a shit so you know that that's why that you know, I I I just wish they would. I want to see more of that. You know, and like, it was kind of like the parallel between Lando and Han Empire. So Lando was supposed to have been what Han looked like before he joined him. Like he was yeah. a scoundrel, sold him out for nothing, didn't care, only cared about himself. And Han was supposed to have grown since then. So yeah. you kind of seeing like a parallel of what he was versus what. Yeah, but yeah. And, and Leia even says, "Can you trust Lando?" He's like, "No," but he's got no love for the Empire. <laughs> Right. He's a criminal, just like I was, you know. Right. So, so yeah, that's what I want to see more. And I feel like they're just too they're, they're they don't want to go there too much, but they're always because they're always they still shove the Jedi and and the Skywalker shit into these. What here's the stories, thing: you know? villains and anti-heroes are in style right now. Yeah, that's what everybody likes, like everywhere else. But for some reason, Disney hasn't caught on to that yet. Yeah, like everybody else is doing it, but Disney hasn't. Like. Like the MCU really hasn't gave us like a villain movie yet. They haven't given us like a, a Doctor Doom movie or anything like that. We got yeah. Venom and Morbius and all the other bullshit like that. 
Joker and Harley Quinn, but Deadpool, Suicide Squad, Deadpool's a villain, Peacemaker, yeah. So villains are what's hot right now, but Disney doesn't want to do that. And yeah, and like Boba Fett, they yeah they neutered Boba Fett. You know, they they made even in the the solo movie, they made him like a a good guy. He was always a good guy in the end because Boba Fett is a villain. Just (laughs) just make him a villain. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, and yeah, and we got the Obi Wan show, which is coming up, and that's fine. But like, we've had six seasons of Obi Wan on on the Clone Wars. We've you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> that's what people want to see lightsabers and shit. That's that's like, you know. But personally, I, I I'm I dig these little stories of the you know, Han Solo as a doing crime shit, being a criminal back before he was right. a good guy you know right everything didn't have to be the fate of the galaxy but... yeah and um he's doing a job and with his long last dad this reminded me of uh indiana jones and the uh, last crusade you know with sean connery that's mm-hmm. what it kind of reminded him of he's running around doing this job with his dad his long lost dad and i i i i, I enjoyed it so yeah <laughs> All right, hope we got uh do love you guys reviews yeah. keep with the great podcast. Uh, thanks, AG member. Yeah, good looking out. Appreciate you hanging on to us. All right, so next book I'm gonna do. Okay, the next book I'm gonna do is a milestone book. Okay, milestone dropped the book this week. Yeah, but it's not uh static, it's not icon or blood cynic, anything like that. It is a new a new character, new book. Oh no shit. Yeah, like not even from the 90s. This is some new shit. So hey, Naomi, is it <laughs> not Naomi? Nothing like that. It's not, they're not even black. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is, uh, the name of this character is duo. This is duo. Number one. It's actually by Greg Pak and somebody else. And I think even Jim Lee, like, uh, pitched the story. Okay. So it's kind of like, like, like we always talk about the black superheroes. I guess like that. So this like their Asian version and it's still set in the milestone universe. So. Let's find out who Duo is. Like I said, new character, never existed before. This is his debut. Or their debut. Let's see what we have. Um, yeah, so Duo starts off with that. So you got these uh this couple, David and Kelly. You know, they were they were an Asian couple. What part of Asia? Vietnam, you know, Korea, China. We don't know. That <laughs> we'll figure it out when they cast the movie. But until then, all we need to know is that. Kelly and David are in love. They love each other and they're scientists and they're pitching this uh this idea to this company called Hilaris. That's the name of Hilaris, yeah. So, and they're basically saying, look, we we got this plant that can generate cells. So it'll heal anybody from anything. You know, that's the thing. But we just need a little bit more money to really test it out. You know, like, and the dude that's uh, the name of the billionaire's name is uh Mar- marius chung marius chung is his name he's like okay yeah but here's the thing i've I've read the research on what this thing can do and not only can what it does is that is transfer like healthy cells from one person to another but it doesn't just do that it transfers everything your conscious your uh your thoughts your memories your feelings so that means that when you use this on somebody you can read their mind you can find out everything about them and look I may look like a nice person, but look at me. I'm a billionaire. I did some dirty shit to get where I am. And if you read my mind, I promise you, you wouldn't like me right now. So I'm not going to fund this research any more than what it is. But I tell you what I will do. I'll pay you $1 billion if you hand over all your existing research for you right now. So, and that's all you got to do. So David and Kelly just like, man, that was the hardest thing we've had to do. Turning down a billion dollars. So they turn it down. They don't take the billion dollars. They go back home. 
Uh, and they sit there and talk and just cut to it. And they get all lovey-dovey. And you hear the saxophone music playing. And yeah, and then cut away. Like I said, it's a kid's book, you know. Uh, meanwhile, I guess he's going for a late night snack. He goes into the lab and he sees an alien there getting ready to steal his shit. But he's also wearing like a explosive, uh, you know, harness or belt anything like that and blows himself up. Elegant here walks in there, sees David completely fucked up, burnt up and all stuff like that. But she realized she could use her machine to repair him. So she would like heal him, heal him, you know, heal him and stuff like that. And she and the machine uses her cellular functionality to heal him. Meanwhile, she disappears and cut to the next day. And David's in the hospital and he's fully recovered and asked him, where's my wife? You know, where's Kelly? You're like, she didn't make it, you know, and they just see Kelly's bones just on the table. That's all that's left over, you know, but he can hear Kelly in his head. So apparently he absorbs Kelly's consciousness in his head so they can hear each other. They're basically like talking back and forth to each other, but he's like, I can't tell them what's going on because they know what's going on. is going to be fucked up. So he takes the keys, takes his hand out, stabs himself and he just heals himself because he realized those bots healed me that's the reason i'm not dead right now you know so he keeps walking and that's when those aliens show back up and he's like i gotta get these aliens away from these kids so i'm just keep walking go to the woods stuff like that and the aliens all have uh suicide bombs on them also so like oh shit so instead of getting blown up this time he moves and takes them all out and then he's got super speed super strength you know the whole the whole trope thing. He basically dismantles them all before they can deactivate the bombs, you know. Uh, and then they stab him anyway. They all stab him at the same time, you know, to try to take him down. Uh, but he heals up from that also. But that's when they let loose all the the bots and stuff like that, and it kills them automatically. I guess it disintegrates them, and only disintegrates them. He gets like some kind of armor on top of him where you get the da, 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 his superhero costume. Cool, I guess. Decent, simple, elegant, you know. <laughs> and yeah, and they we're inside of his brain and he can see Kelly. He's like, but Kelly is kind of like has to fight to keep herself in his brain because there's his force is trying to drag her down. So yeah, that's the thing. So that's the book. So basically the duo is both of them together in his mind. And he has super power, super strength, stuff like that. And this book, yeah. So oh yeah, and then the end. Turns out that dude sent those aliens because that dude is an alien himself. So he walks outside. He's time time for a meeting. He walks on a cloud and he's surrounded by other immortals. And like, we got to get that thing that them because they, we got to take over the world and we need that thing that they built to take over the world. So we continue. So yeah, this book. So uh, pretty cut and dry superhero story, you know, We've read our fair share of superhero stories before. Who does this remind me of? Reminds me of Firestorm a little bit because Firestorm is the same thing when they kind of combine, you know. Okay. But this is like I said, since it's man and woman, you can almost say it's like our first Asian milestone character, first non-binary character. You know, you're clearly a dude, you know. But they could have made it where they kind of like you couldn't tell which one was which, where they could like you know whatever. Like Pat. Yeah, like Pat, where you couldn't tell what was Pat. <laughs> so, but overall, it was decent. I probably stick around with it, but you know, if it's on, it's, it's cool. Another book, but yeah. All right, so uh, what you got next? I'll do Shaolin Cowboy, the new Shaolin Cowboy. Shaolin Cowboy is back. Um, Jeff Darrow 
and it was a Dave Stewart on the colors. Um, Jeff Darrow, crazy artist. He, um, if you know who Jeff Darrow is, you know who he is. He's worked on, he's worked with Frank Miller on The Big Guy and Rusty the Robot, Hard Boiled. Um, he worked, he was like a art designer on the Matrix movies. Um, and then when the, with, when the Wachowskis, um, formed their own comic label, was a Burly Man comics back in the early 2000s or whatever it was, they published his first Shaolin Cowboy books, which is basically this like Kung Fu monk who just wanders, uh, on a post-apocalyptic wasteland earth, kind of like Mad Max, kind of cross between Mad Max and Kung Fu and like you know, Zatoichi, the blind swordsman or something like that, you know, and he fights, he fights zombies. He fights giant monsters, giant crabs and, you know, cannibal tribes and shit like that. And um, very little, very little dialogue. Some of those books are just straight up action visuals, you know, but it's all in the details. You know, his art style is crazy. You can just like every page, you could every panel, you could just stare and see all kinds of crazy details in it. Um, and a lot of it's funny. He pokes fun out of a lot. It's not, it's almost satirical at times. Um, but this book has a lot of dialogue. It's narrated by a couple of lizards. Narrated <laughs> a couple of lizards, okay. Yeah, these books are crazy. They're really weird and crazy. Um but basically, these like lizards—they're scrounging through a, some trash in like this like rundown town, and they see the the Shaolin monk come through, and they're like, "Hey, there's that guy. We've seen that guy before." And they kind of basically narrate a flashback of how one of the lizards knew about him, and basically that has when he. <laughs> this is weird because that's how these books are. They're just weird. You know, and he basically narrates a story about when he hatched as a lizard, his father tried to eat him because that's what lizards do. But then the Shaolin cowboy came and like fought the, the 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 lizard, his lizard dad, his Komodo dragon. It's like a Komodo or a monitor lizard. So it showed there's a fight scene and I, I should have, it's all, you got to see the art. It's just crazy detail and lots of panels because it's like choreo, the fight choreography is very detailed. Like every strike, every kick, every blow, every parry is detailed. And like, there's like 10, 12, 15 panels on one page, you know, <laughs> just, just highlighting every barrage of blows that are, you know, happening during the fight. So he basically, he fights this Komodo dragon, the Komodo dragon, like pulls a knife on him with his tail. It's just crazy outlandish shit. And he ends up kicking the Komodo dragon's ass but then, like, uh, some weird mutant guy riding a flying jellyfish or squid through the desert canyon, yeah, um, unleashes a talking pterodactyl that talks like a German fighter pilot. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, like a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, and he's, so he ends up fighting the pterodactyl, <laughs> and that's what you see here. There's, like, if you can see, like, yeah, he's fighting the pterodactyl, and they find this dinosaur skeleton, and like I said, you got to like zoom in and like just see the crazy details. But he ends up fighting that drag or that, you know, that um, the pterodactyl. And um, and yeah, the, the, the guy on the 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 guy on the flying squid ends up like 
controlling a car, like uses the squid tentacles to chase a car, use a car to chase the Shaolin cowboy. That's like kind of where it ends, where he's being chased by this car being driven by a flying squid. It's, it's just, it's when I explain it, it's just weird, but it's, but that's how it is. That's what this book is. It's just really weird, satirical, um, pokes fun at a lot of things, you know, at humanity, makes it makes a little, you know, commentary on what human humanity did to, to the earth. And the fact that he, here is this character, you know, that, that like the lone gunman, the, the man with no name, that no one, no one knows his story, but these two lizards do because they've seen him. <laughs> and it's, it's just, and, and they talk in really stupid puns and wisecracks. It's just stupid fun, but the art, it's all about the art. It's crazy detailed art. And yeah, I, I, I dug this. I, I mean, this is a, a close second to that Hulk Thor book for me <laughs> as my favorite comic of this week. But I've been reading this shit for years. I'm a fan of Jeff Darrow. I'll basically read anything he draws. So it's four out of five. Cool. Okay. Now, in our first time we've ever done this, we're going to go back to another book that we've already reviewed and review another part of the book again because I had to split it up. Now, we're going to go back to Thor 25. I guess it's going to be Book of the Week because we reviewed it twice, three times. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, the reason I'm reviewing this book again is because there's a backup story in here that I wanted to talk about that is completely There's separate. two. There's two. We're ignoring one. I don't want to talk about that shit. <laughs> we talk about the one that I did want to talk about. Now, where is the... Oh, it's down here. Now, the reason we'll talk about this one, because this book is actually an adaptation of an actual, like, you know, Norse mythology story. Oh, that's the one you're going to review. Okay. That's the one review. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. That was going to be the one you ignored. No, no, no. We're talking about the other shit, the Saturn Man or whatever this shit was. Okay, so like I said, we're going to talk about Thor's Wedding. That's the name of the story. Like I said, this is adapted from actual Norse mythology. Thor comes in. Talks to Loki and basically saying, look, Loki, I need your help. Somebody stole my hammer. And he was like, and only one of the frost giants stole my hammer. So even though I could go in there and just smash up everybody, I don't have my hammer. So I just can go up there and just smash everybody. So I need your help because you can talk your way at anything. And these your people help me out. They're like, okay, I'll help you out, but you owe me a favor. So they go, you know, go to the uh, ice, Jotunheim. They go to Jotunheim. And in the story, the guy's name is called Utgard Loki. I've actually read the story before, like the, the original story when this first came out. Now, Utgard Loki, that's actually what happened. He stole stole Thor's hammer. Now, in that story, he makes Thor goes through all these trials. Thor fails every single trial, so he keeps the hammer, you know. And basically, Loki just saying, look, man, what do you what do you want us to do to get the hammer back? He's like, I don't want anything because Thor kills us with the hammer. So I'm bearing the hammer, and you can't do anything with it. You're like, okay. Or unless you find me a wife. Find me a wife within a week, and I give you the hammer back. Until if you don't find me a wife within a week, you never see the hammer again. It's going to be in Jotunheim, and that's buried forever. I'm like, cool, okay. So I find your wife. So the first thing he does is go ask Angela. And it's <laughs> like, I'm not marrying a fucking frost giant. He's like, come on, man. It's that's, my good um, Yeah. Spawn Neil Gaiman's uh, Neil Gaiman Spawn. That's a, that's a whole story, whole thing. I'm not <laughs> sure if I talked about it, but if I haven't, I will one day. <laughs> uh, yes, he was like, I am not married to Frost Giant. He was like, but he got my hammer. Okay, go get your hammer back then. He was like, but I can't 
because if I don't get my hammer back, then I can't go fight these guys because I need my hammer to fight them. He was like, but so, and plus, once you marry him, when I get my hammer, I'll come get you. He was like, look, this is your problem. You deal with it. So uh, Angela wasn't in the, the original Norse mythology story, just just be clear. <laughs> she didn't exist back then. So yeah, not a thousand years ago. Uh, but Loki's like, okay, but I got another idea. He's like, but you're not going to like it. Okay, what's the idea? So Thor, he's like, since he needs somebody to marry, how about he marries you? We're going to dress you up in drag, put you in a dress, put a veil over your head so he won't even know it's you. And you'll be the bride. That way I can sneak you in there. And then you're married. He was like, okay, well, fuck it, fine. Put me in a dress, you know. And then Thor looks at Loki like, why the hell are you in a dress? He's like, well, I can't let you out show me, outshine me. I'm the pretty <laughs> one of the brothers. So, yeah. So, if you go dress up, I'm going to dress up. So, yeah. So, they go back there. And all this happened in the original story also. Like, Loki brings Thor in a dress to, you know, to the, to the Jotunheim, to Jotunheim. And Thor in a dress. In the story, they pretty much said, like, man, that's an ugly-ass bride. You know, but they don't say that here. And, you know, Thor just eats up everything. He drinks everything. He's like, man, I've never seen a woman drink like this and eat like this before. He's like, well, she hadn't eaten in a week, you know, uh, and just eating. And then that's it. So so they, one of them try to, you know, put their hands on Thor, try to, like, smack him on the ass. They were like, okay, bring, bring out the hammer. I'll give you the hammer back since you brought me a bride. So as soon as the hammer is... As soon as Monir is released, Thor gets the hammer back and starts beating the shit out of everybody. Kills everybody in the room. Just like in the original story. And matter of fact, he beats somebody so much. He got like, you know, frost giant blood all over him and stuff like that. And he leaves Zack and finally gets the hammer back. And he was like, okay, you still owe me a favor, Thor. He's like, okay, here's my favor. If you don't tell anybody I wore a dress, I won't beat the shit out of you right now in Jotunheim. Deal? Deal. And the end. Okay, so that's the story. So there is subtext to this story that I want to talk about, the reason I want to talk about this, because like I said, there have been plenty of think, think pieces on this particular story about, oh, because, okay, before I get to it, let's see what uh, comment we got here. Oh, is it? Uh, who is Maze? Yes, we're alive. Well, welcome, Eagle. Thank you. Yes, we're alive. Oh, that was you. That was you. Yeah, <laughs> I like, oh, yeah. like, from everybody. Am I? <laughs> My ghost. Okay. Anyway, so they have been think pieces over this story for for centuries, because Monier is obviously a phallic symbol. It's a symbol for Thor's penis. So when he loses his hammer, notice that all of a sudden he starts adapting feminine qualities. All of a sudden he starts wearing a dress. All of a sudden he starts wearing makeup. All of a sudden he has to get married because they're saying the moment he loses his hammer. He loses his masculinity. It's all tied into each other. That's what, you know, the the professors and the theorists and, the, you know, the the critiques, the reviewers, whatever. They like, have all been saying about this story. Say. Smart people. They've all been, been breaking down this story. People smarter than me have broken down this story. That's why I want to review it because I thought it was pretty interesting why they adapted this story, especially now. Because you can always say that, yeah, Thor's hammer is a metaphor for his dick, you know. Now he wears a dress we didn't have one, you know. And he's too cowardly to fight these guys without his hammer because without his hammer, he feels like that, you know. I almost bring it back to, like, Love and Thunder, like the new movie coming out, stuff like that. Notice in all of the steel pictures, you have Jane Foster with the hammer, with the phallic symbol in her hand, while Thor is just sitting there empty-handed. I'm wondering 
how will that work in the movie? Like I said, I haven't seen the movie yet. Not going to bash the movie, but I'm just wondering, are they going to play into that? You know, how Thor feels like he, you know, been emasculated without his hammer. Because they kind of played in that in the Ragnarok, but I don't see if they go to it even further than here when somebody is literally holding his hammer in his hand. They're hold, she's holding his penis, basically. Well, she, you know, Hella broke it. <laughs> right. <laughs> holding his holding his broken penis. Busted his, his balls. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I want to see how it goes from there. So interesting story. That's why I want to talk about it. Uh, you got any more books? or? Oh, no, I'm booked out. No. Okay, cool. Uh, like I said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. Uh, next week, like I said, it's it's all Obi Wan. We talk oh, Obi Wan. Probably right. some other stuff. Yeah, probably some other stuff to come out. I know Stranger the internet... Things coming out too. I'm waiting for that. Does that come out this week? <laughs> That'll be or... just me though. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're not gonna let you. We're not gonna let you review Obi Wan all day because I got I didn't get a chance to review Halo this week. Even though this week was the series finale, so I'm gonna review Halo next week. And after that, I will own live. Cancel when, my Paramount when, Plus subscription. When does uh Obi Wan drop? It drops this twenty seven, like Friday. Yeah. Oh, so does fucking Stranger Things. Damn, dude. Damn. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so you can't take the whole time with with uh Obi Wan. You got to split it up between Stranger Things and Obi Wan. You got to do both. I probably could. Because it's probably going to be like one episode of Obi Wan, right? It's probably. Yeah, it's, like, Stranger Things is going to be like the whole series. Yeah. Oh, it's Netflix. I forgot how Netflix yeah. is. Yeah. Divvy it up, have you want. <laughs> I'll let you make the call on that. I won't micromanage, <laughs> you know. Uh, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. What's poppin'? Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Just joshing. I'm spending this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top ten. I can put the ball in the end zone, put a bad bitch in the friend zone. This shit sound like an intro jet song. Give me that tempo. Told Pooh he'll fool with the shit. Told her don't let her friends know. In the villain, I move like a dime. Even Pettuccini or Vincenzo's. Me and my amigos got that free smoke on the West Coast. Yeah, I'm talking about pre rose Dark hair bitch, and she look like she go. She do. Hometown hero, feeling myself, can't murder my ego. She heard of my deep stroke. She said, babe, does it hurt when I deep throw? It does. Certified freak hoe, hang around us, and she learning my lingo. Back then, wasn't worried about me, though. In the gym, trying to work on my free throw. Goddamn. Spending money at the club like Sam's. Yes, ma'am. She a little freak on cam. But she don't put this on the ground. Little boys trying this on the ground. Hey, I can't switch on the fan. Shit's hot, hit the switch on the fan. This where my head is. I feel resentment from every direction. Even some homies be wearing expressions. I be discouraged from sharing my blessings. We used to share a connection. Now it just feels like it's wearing and stretching. I'm getting real sick of taking advice from people that never could stare at reflections. Somewhere in there is a lesson. Y'all ain't evolving, it's very depressing. I'm at the club with the basketball team. Me and the Cardinals are sharing a section. Gotta cherish the present. I'm drinking water. Water and wear protection. Got a career and I'm very invested. Some people call it a scary obsession. I like to call it a passion. I can't be sitting relaxing. PG, we getting some traction. I'm at the venue, it's packed. I'm digging her accent. I got a BB Simon belt on me and she trying to get it unfastened. That's my type of distraction. That's my type of she Latin. Got my own flow and I'm about to get a patent. Brand new sheets for the bed they sat in. Y'all wasn't tuned in back then. My swag they keep jacking. I ain't doing no verse, quit asking. What's poppin'? Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Just joshing. I'ma spend this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top ten.